Hello and welcome to Onesies, a podcast of one season wonders and blunders. My name's Andrew. My name's Emily. And we are on episode five of our watch through of uh, Fishing with John, with John Lurie. Um, We're doing episodes five and six, the Dennis Hopper two-parter. Yeah. Which it must have been a very um, tense week when people were waiting for the resolution uh, back <laughs> Very. in 92. They must have Very. been on the edge of their seats. <laughs> um, well, that's why I suggested we watch them together, because I didn't want to leave you hanging. That's good, because I was terrified at the thought that there could be a giant squid on the loose somewhere. <laughs> so John and Dennis are in Thailand hunting for the elusive giant squid. They hope to be the first men in recorded history to catch one. Fisher men. Fisher men. Uh, yes. And so so you didn't watch the episode proper? No, I just watched it with the commentary. Okay. So as they met, as John Lurie talks about on the commentary, he came up with the giant squid thing after the fact. So it's not in any of the dialogue. So instead the dialogue is It's sparse other than anecdotes or them being incredibly weird around each other, which (laughs) seems to be like the bit. And from the commentary, what's hilarious is, is that John Lurie never seems to know how much Dennis Hopper was in on the bit. Like, yeah. He just is like, Dennis Hopper's always fucking Dennis Hopper, man. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I mean, that is that does sort of (laughs) describe his acting. That's what the difference between Dennis Hopper and many other actors are. Dennis Hopper's always just played Dennis Hopper going back to 1955. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so he they we open with a very intense uh, the contrast of a very lovely shots of Thailand Yes. And then a very tense shot, a uh, serious, stoic Dennis Hopper. Um, in his hotel? In his hotel. It looks like a Japanese whiskey commercial, right? Like He did some of those, right? Dennis right, Hopper I'm definitely sure. did I'm those. Sure. Yeah. They met doing a fashion show in Japan. When yeah. people, I think we've, have we talked about this? Maybe when we were talking about the series. A little um, bit. Oh, with Matt Dillon. Um, yeah. What we don't understand in the modern era is, is that American celebrities very rarely did commercials in the United States. You didn't have Robin Williams doing Geico, right? Like, right. But that didn't mean that he wasn't selling Geico, the British employees insurance company we found out sometime in the 90s oh look there are all these fucking celebrities doing weird commercials in japan so it'd be stuff like and it'd be politicians you know like bob dole might have sold a pen or something like it was fucked up and it was just like this big reveal and it turned out that most of the highest end ones were in japan so that's where like Charles Bronson did a great one where he's it's like cologne or something and he's just like I mean, it was all like, like cologne yeah. and shirtless John Lurie did one that was coffee 
Uh, I can't think of anything. But if you've seen the movie Lost in Translation, the Bill Murray character going to Japan to shoot a whiskey commercial is based in reality. Like, this is what they do. That's what they did before they made money from movies from money launderers like they do now. Like, Al Pacino, did I tell you to read that article? There's an article about Millennium Films. I don't remember. It's like at the Hollywood Reporter or Vanity Fair. It's this deep dive. These are the guys who were making all the Bruce Willis movies where he was already severely mentally impaired and they were like feeding him lines through the thing and like Yikes. you know exploiting him and like making 13 movies with him a year because like is that why he did that auto zone commercial or whatever that was about it was about batteries or something where it was, was like, like die a- hard that was ai oh was it yeah and they were like they didn't have permission to do that and auto zone was like oh i thought they said we could yeah um Yikes. but they there's an interview and but there's like some movie they made where Al Pacino's in it with some woman who you're like why is she in this Meryl Streep in her prime like Oscar bait role and it's just this nobody it's because she's married to a billionaire and she wanted to make a movie and so these guys made her a movie and so they're like these receipts of Al Pacino texting the guy going dude she's terrible you're paying me two and a half million two and a half million gets you a loud but you know sometimes quiet Pacino I'm on you know a solid B minus C plus performance for you here. I need her to step up her game. And I'm just like, so literally Al Pacino and probably Robert De Niro just sit around going, I'm going to give a C plus performance today. Come on, two and a half million for C plus performance. However, Dennis Hopper can just sell um, whiskey because Dennis Hopper or Snickers bars. Where's that universe where Dennis Hopper just sold Snickers bars? Um, but he's not like Harvey Keitel or something. He can't like turn around and act on a beat. No, he's just, just, he can brood like he does at the beginning of this episode and he can, and he can, uh, be like a spaced out hippie. Oh, that was weird. Yeah. Be like a spaced out hippie. Like that's what he can do. Those are the two things he can do and he can do it. He can do it. His range is, I don't know if he can brood when dressed as a hippie. But he can hippie while he's dressed as a brooder. Yeah. Which he does in this. Or you get an inkling of it. Because after we get to Thailand, after we meet uh, Dennis Hopper, he goes and meets John at the air. Or no. Yes. They John, go They go from Bangkok, to, where, where yes. Hopper is in the hotel, to a smaller place farther away from the city, where they can, like an island where they can go fishing. Where, but... There's also the shot where Hopper and, arrives at the airport. Right. So so Hopper what. is flying from Bangkok to this to other this location. place, but then they drive yeah. more. Okay. So John Lurie's there's waiting this, for him. There's wow. this long, long scene of John. Well, no. So John is waiting at the airport with a sign that says Mr. Hopper, which I think is adorable. <clears throat> they hug, and John explains that they met at a Comme de Garçon fashion show in Japan with uh, uh, Julian Sands and John Malkovich, among other people. I think Matt Dillon might have been there as well. Um, And 
Um, if you've never seen those pictures of them, it, they're so fucking cool. Those that's the coolest group of guys ever. Anyway, um, then they get in this van and they start traveling where there's they're talking, but it's intercut with like scenery that they're passing, presumably, which is absolutely gorgeous. It's so beautiful. It's exactly and what you think of when you think of Thailand. In Asia, right? Or, or wherever. wherever. So yes. Dennis Hopper does this hippie thing where he's like, oh, man, this is so great. Look at that. This looks exactly like Asia or wherever we are. Like, this is exactly what it should look like wherever we are. <laughs> but he's isn't doing it, the man thing. Hey, man. Isn't it it's just so, so funny fun. that the hippies turned out to just enable the end of the world, like, <laughs> through their own greed, like, yeah, and stupidity and, and like, fear. That's hilarious. It's so funny. <laughs> Um, so, but you missed the part because you didn't listen to the co- the regular episode. Oh, yeah. When we get to the airport, Dennis Hopper comes out and he sees John Lurie and the narration says, oh, I was wrong. John's alive. Oh, right. I did hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, doesn't say anything about Willem Dafoe. Nope. <laughs> Willem Dafoe is still dead. Willem Dafoe John still Lurie dead. ate Willem Dafoe to survive on that lake in Maine. Yeah. <laughs> But they also talk, well, they take a pee break, which I was just like, Jodler's like, hey, can we pull over? I'm like, dude, he's not going to go fucking pee, is he? Yep. And it turns out that that's because this heat art, there's a scene later on when they stop at a convenience store and Dennis Hopper's eating candy and John Lurie's having a beer. It turns out that we sh- we saw some of that out of order. And John, yeah. Lurie, we see John Lurie peeing out that beer before he has a chance to drink the beer. But there's also this conversation about Easy Rider, about Dennis Hopper talking about how there could be a sequel because you never see him die. And it sounds like the most painful bit in the world, but then you listen to the commentary and John Lurie's like, yeah, no, that was all Dennis Hopper. Like, he's actually been thinking about this for years. And you're just yeah, he's like, thinking, he's holy never shit. stopped thinking about he's, this. He's, yeah. he, he really wants to. It's like, holy shit. And I, I don't 100% remember, but there is a not zero chance that this led to there being like discussion of an Easy Rider 2 in the 90s. Like, go read your premieres, kids. And there might be discussion of that. Anyway, um, they. Don't they stop for the night, but it's really there. We don't get any shots of what they do that night. Um, there's the narration at this point, just sort of ignore the narration, the narrative provided by the narration sort of ignores when there are problems in it. Like, ostensibly, they're on this five day motorboat trip into the hearts of Thailand. Yeah. Um, except they're not, they're right by their hotel, but um. And they're so they'd be staying on the boat, presumably. But there's a scene, this really fucking awkward scene. Is that in the first part of the second part where Hopper's talking to John Lurie about how God Bless America, the song is based on God Bless the King? And it's God like, no, it's yeah. God Save the King, but it's not, right? It's not. I believe they're entirely separate things because God Bless America is that fucking, you know. Let's start our Christian nationalism early. Um, no, but God Save the King is some American jingoist is, song. 
God Save the King is a British one. That's God Save the King. Okay. That's not God Bless the America. No. But it's it is a different song that they're singing. That is it's a different American song, kind of patriotic bullshit song. Yeah. Woody Guthrie criticized the song, and in 1940, he wrote This Land is Your Land, originally titled God Bless America for Me, as a response. Anti-Semitic groups, such as the Ku Klux Klan, or a Christian nonprofit per the federal government, also protested the song due to its authorship by a Jewish immigrant. Weird that they're so Zionist. Okay. So it it is, God Save the King is My Country Tis of Thee. My country tis okay. the sweet land. So, okay, sorry. So they get the song wrong. They get the song ne- wrong. And it never goes. It never mentioned. goes anywhere. I think that's in the second part, because that at that point is when John Lurie has just started referring to Dennis Hopper as brother and being like, you're a weird guy, brother. You're a weird guy. So, because we find out in the commentary, they shot this for eight days, basically. Dennis Hopper barely caught shit. He doesn't know to, how to fish. Doesn't know. There's a whole fish. there's a whole thing in the commentary about how John had to keep untangling Dennis's uh line from the anchor, the motor, other people's lines. Like he just and then there are shots of Dennis like with one fishing rod in front of him and one behind him and he's doing these weird motions where he's just tugging on it. And John's like, "Who fishes like that?" Nobody fishes. You don't turn on a fishing channel and see people fishing like that. He doesn't know what he's doing. It's so funny. Okay, so was Hopper ever in New York? Yes. So there's a bit that I thought there might be some more context for in the commentary, but there's not. But it's Dennis Hopper tells him that they should go fishing in um, off the 49th Street Pier or something. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, okay. And that, but with all the additional context, it's just like, no, no, I don't think you guys were fishing. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so, yeah, they uh, travel with their Lonnie. boat driver is Lon. We find out in the commentary, which is no surprise. This is, um, he was John Lurie's point man uh, who, and just like and just like we commented on with the Jamaica episode, um, he had a sidekick in that who wasn't the guest, and he talks about it. He's like, I love the ones where I have a sidekick who wasn't the guest. And we, yeah, Leon. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at your cat who's got a, a thing on his head again. He's got a little owie on his uh on his paw, and we don't want him cutting it open mm. again with his gotcha. cleanliness habits. So um <laughs> Yeah, so Lon is just the boat driver. The commentary is really funny because John Lurie's like, yeah, man, the, uh, you never see me. What you're not seeing here is me yelling at the cameramen over the guest's shoulders, and you're also not seeing me, uh, me and Lon doing all the fucking work and, yeah. you know, Dennis Hopper being bewildered. Like, but then oh. there's stuff about Dennis Hopper and his Coca-Cola. He had some Diet Coke airlifted into thailand because he he wasn't drinking the water is that what we were supposed to get from all that yeah so he wouldn't have anything with ice in it 
he wouldn't have anything with their water. It had to be bottled water. Okay. So the fruit that he had in his mango latte without ice, his warm mango latte, that fruit would have been grown in the water. Also, the cream would have been made with water. You know, when you are, when you have a fixation on something like that, it's really just about the water itself and not about the other stuff, you know? He was he was very heavily fixated on that. And, you know, it doesn't always make sense when people have those things, because I have those things. Well, it's also just kind of a flex, though, because he's supposed to be this hippie who's experiencing the world, but he won't acculturate. It's like cultural appropriation isn't. Um, anyway. Uh, hey, John does it. The other thing about Lon. John does. The other John... thing about Lon, the uh, guide. Yeah. Is that um, John says, I don't remember if it was the first or second episode, that he and Lon, although they couldn't communicate, had like an unspoken language that they could communicate with one another. John in English and Lon in Thai, although we never hear Lon speak. Oh, and you didn't catch that? No, I did, but I didn't think it meant that Lon didn't speak any English. I just think it meant that they worked up a really good rapport for how they could, like... Because, I mean, I don't know what it's like to go out fishing in general, but really specifically, I don't know what it's like to go out fishing, you know. us. I mean, it sounds like John Lurie didn't, you know, he wasn't stealing the Japanese guy's money. Like, he was serious at the end. He's like, I want to do another one of these, which technically makes it totally okay for this show. It is not a miniseries. If you have anyone in your life, Emily, who you need to tell that this is not an exception, that John Lurie wanted another season, and he was going to get J.D. fucking Salinger to do it. (laughs) Um, Did you watch that really uncomfortable Conan interview? I did. I love at the end that Conan's like, well, on that note, I guess we're going to wrap it up. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. It's just like, oh, <laughs> I don't know that I should have had you on here. <laughs> I can relate to John Lurie so much because those awkward things that I think in my mind and can't say out loud, <laughs> he says out loud. There's a, Okay, so it's this Conan O'Brien clip. It's on YouTube. Uh, it's where he they're talking about Fishing with John like it's recent. Yeah. But he looks 40 years older. He looks older. He, yeah. John Lurie of Stranger Than Paradise is one of your, I don't know, awkwardly beautiful waif boys of the straight waif boys of the 80s, like of black and white. Like it's a very specific subset, but like he's basically like, he could have done that. He could have done a bunch of ads, right? He could have done... He's artsy fucking Calvin Planet. But he, I don't know he if I aged. Like that, but yeah, well, he aged. you might not like it, but they would do them because he could wear a suit. He could wear a little fedora. You'd love anywhere a fedora, an, un- an untied tie. So, um, Cobblestone he, Street. He, Calm down, for Emily. Some, he, for some period of time, John Lurie was addicted to heroin. Ah, okay. I don't know when that stopped. I'm guessing. Okay five years before this show, but at some point the chickens come home to roost and instead of being a waif, you put on a little weight because you can't keep it off. 
by doing heroin every day. Well, like, there you go. <laughs> so, suppose. but in this, he <laughs> there's a conversation again. I don't know where where they're laying on this boat and John's got his long scrawny legs hanging over the side of the boat. And he asks Dennis, like, should I, should I get my, should I get my legs shortened? So they're not so long. And I was like, no, never, (laughs) never. (laughs) Then there. Yeah. And that's also where they talk about John's weird experiences with the guy who played Dennis the Menace on TV. Oh yeah. It wasn't Dennis the Menace. It was his manager. Oh, right. Did he be? Or did he become a manager after he became a, a manager? Actor? I think so. Maybe it said. was. He writes about it in his book too. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, sounds very weird. Yeah. Um, he comes then... to L.A. and he's hitchhiking, and he's picked up by either Jay North or Jay North's manager, offered a place to stay. The guy gives him a back rub, and tells him he's going to go get you know, some booze or whatever. And in the time the guy leaves, John just takes off because, and leaves a nice friendly note about how, you know, thank you for your hospitality. I don't think that this experience is for me. Has a little gay panic. (laughs) (laughs) What's, and then Howard Porter. Who the hell is Howard Porter? So, yeah, I, doesn't seem like that. So then um, there's a story from Dennis Hopper about some guy whose name I thought was Howard Porter, but apparently not, about how Dennis Hopper like got kicked out of his house for being too big of a drunk. And, <laughs> and he wears it as a badge of pride. What an asshole. This guy calls him like an animal or something. Oh, God. And then Dennis Hopper talking about his wives. Oh, He's just like, I had this great air, you know, you know, treasured possession. And John Lurie's like, what happened to it? He's like, ah, you know, one of my girlfriends or wives, they tore it up. Cause you know, you know, when you're married, you just hate the other person so much and you want to it was, fucking make them so miserable. You just I have think to do something. It was a letter. Moments. It was a letter from that guy you yeah, had yeah, mentioned. Yeah. That was that said something like, I've never seen anybody who could drink like you. I've never seen like I really appreciate the art form of you being an absolute maniacal lunatic. <laughs> uh, but I just don't want you in my house. And it was this treasured possession that then one of his wives just ripped into shreds. What the an first asshole. thing we get to hear about Dennis Hopper's uh romantic relationships is when they apparently see like a rubber tree. And Dennis Hopper goes, somehow goes, oh, rubber, doormat. Hey, I never knew why my wife, my girlfriend said I treated her like a doormat. He's like, never knew what she meant. Figured that out a little bit ago. And I'm like, what the fuck? Wow. 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 Yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't realize Dennis Hopper had uh, significant partners. That's, I'm sure they all live with amazing settlements and NDAs. Um, yeah, so the first part ends with them, is it when they get on the fish, they get on the squid boat. So basically part yes. one is, is them, them just being kind of taken fishing around to this rendezvous point where they're going to get on a squid hunter ship and go find the giant squid. Yeah. At this point, Lon leaves the story, which is too bad. 
especially since we know he was five feet away for 90% of the rest of it. Yeah, um, yeah. And, but Lon's cousin's there or something, and Lon's co- cousin finds the entire experience hilarious. So they're <laughs> on this squid boat, and this is where you're like, oh, this is where John Larry got the idea. And he wanted to do the squid boat because what the squid boat does is it goes out fishing at night, and it puts up a bunch of lights to draw the fish up to see what's going on at the surface, brings in a big hole. Not yeah. with John Lurie, because John Lurie is bad luck for fishing, is basically the other <laughs> subtext of fishing with John. He's, the fisher yeah, boy he's, John Lurie. He's, uh, he's not very good at it. Is painting with John entirely about how they can't find canvas or paints? No. Okay. No, you should watch Painting with John. It's, it is the most like weird Zen thing I've ever seen in my life. And I love it to pieces, not just because we get to see John Lurie acting goofy, but he's like much older. He's very heavy. He's bald. He's, you know, all of these things. And he's got these two women. One is his assistant and one is like his cook. And they just like, they're so, the two women are so game to just do weird shit with John. And it is so much fun. I highly recommend it. Okay. But it's two seasons, so. Yeah, three, I think. Three. Oh, wow, cool. Okay. Um, so, yes, they're out on the ship. John is correct. The fishing boat is absolutely beautiful at night. Um, yeah. And then they they do a night fishing scene. And pretty quickly, and it turns out that the squid boat crew isn't happy to be part of this shoot. They've got Lon's cousin with them, and Lon's cousin is very game, so he gets to hang out for the, um, he gets to hang out for the night fishing scene and sort of give. He gets to hang with. He gets to hang with John, John and uh, and Dennis, and it's very sweet. Yeah, and then um, pretty quickly we are back to uh, Lon's boat. Um, though we don't say it's Lon's boat. Instead, they go to a... There's John and um, Dennis walking around Thailand somewhere, looking at temples, and the oh, sound and they go guys... to the squid yeah, monks. The squid yeah. monks. They first go to the cave where they learn squid knowledge, then they go see the squid monks. Um, and we find out that some of the reason the footage is like this is because the sound wasn't there and the crew didn't tell John because they didn't want him to be mad at them. Yeah. Is what he says. So, and then we also find out on the commentary that this is the only time that Dennis Hopper wasn't game. Basically, John Lurie wanted to go around like a slack-jawed tourist and Dennis Hopper's like, yeah, man. Uh, Instead, they go see these monks where we find out Dennis Hopper took the tea and dumped it out because he wasn't going to have any of their water. And then, but, and so presumably John Lurie drank the tea and we do not have stories about him having the squirts. So it's very funny, but anyway, it's funny, not haha. Yeah. Um, so they, they're back to the regular boat with the line from Rob Webb after stealing a squid, but they borrow a squid, the squid monk's boat without asking. And then they're back out <laughs> fishing again. Very, they have their little talk about Jay North or his agent. They 
um, pretty much nothing. And then they fall asleep and they're like, they giant squid has hypnotized them, which we actually had established earlier that the giant squid has a hypnotizing effect on mammals. And it was like, it seemed like a stupid throwaway line. Yeah. But instead, it actually is. the it comes back, baby. Yeah. Check <laughs> all gun here. Um, it hypnotizes them. So we get footage of John and Dennis Hopper relaxing while filming or fishing. Dennis takes a nap. Uh, we get some sped up footage of them zooming around with a passion. Uh, they are, um, they're, they don't know why they're so inspired to race the boat around, but they do. And then they go to town. They, they, they land and it's the shot from the end of the opening titles, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was cool. And then, um, John yeah. has has was unable to start the boat because they're back on Lon's boat. Right. And he couldn't start it. So you see there's a scene of him like rowing, rowing it in. And Dennis Hopper he, not helping. Yeah. And Dennis Hopper not helping. Um, but yeah, so then they act like they're on some deserted island, but really they just walk into town where we forgot the ping pong scene. Oh god, the ping pong scene. So that was the first episode when that Lon was the first episode. Out where they can fish while on their way to the the, the squid rendezvous. And there's yes, so much so. more action in this one. So many more like different plot points. And this is where John is talking about um, in the commentary. So they're playing ping pong and John's like, Dennis is cheating. Like he just keeps cheating. Watch him cheat. And then he talks about there's enough footage that he could edit. They're both terrible at it, but there's enough footage that he can edit it together to make a volley seem to go on for a long time. And then he talks about, that's where he talks about it being difficult to act and direct at the same time where he's trying to engage with his guest, but then, you know, he sees a cameraman in the wrong place or something and he's got to start, he'll just start yelling. And later he talks about that in the context of this episode, like, we were here for eight days. There's like 50 hours of footage. And like, I have to cut out all of the scenes. Like, I have to sit there and watch myself turn into an asshole on camera when I'm yelling at everybody. And I have to edit around all of that to make it look like I'm having a good time and that I'm engaging with my guests and that my guests aren't horrified at my behavior. <laughs> <laughs> it was very funny. Sorry. Poor John. <laughs> well also no, you think no, about not it, poor john this whole thing is solved now right like you have two iphones in little teeny stabilizing rigs and none of this is a problem yeah so what i'm saying is is it's time for fishing with john season two um if only he could get nike to uh sponsor if him. only he really wanted nike to sponsor it yes that he is said the that weirdest diversion of the um commentary. Well, he, said it, he said it in the first or second episode. He says it in okay. And then but in this one, or in these two, he mentions it half a dozen times. He is very he, I mean, I, it implies that he reached out to Nike and they never called him back or something. Like he's put out. Like it's like I wore Nikes every episode. Um He's like the fisher, the fishing, uh, the line and reel companies wouldn't 
sponsor them because you know because they take, they're real fisher people and they, they took take offense. this seriously they took offense to how blase he was about fishing uh, um <laughs> yeah and then it ends with them rowing well on the boat they're in town yeah there's there's a couple of great lines where uh mr hopper mr hopper can we eat now please mr hopper oh and then there's johnny like why do you call me johnny yeah. That's not that showing earlier. me the proper amount of respect. Yeah. I love <laughs> the that. first half. That was pretty funny. Um, but then this, he's like, Mr. Hopper, Mr. Hopper, can we eat? Can we eat? And he's acting like a, I mean, he's acting like a hungry man, but he's acting like a baby a little bit. And he's just like, I just want to eat. And Dennis is like, let's go over here and hang out with these hippies. He's like, I fucking hate hippies. I want food. <laughs> we no, never see the hippies. We never see the hippies. Do we see the meat? We do see the meat because that's the mango yes. latte scene with the, yeah. the ice. Um, but yeah, I hadn't really thought about that. But yeah, that is just realistically a man being hungry and not being yeah. fed. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot what we're like. Uh, when we- I mean, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Sure. sure completely human reaction but it does kind of come across as like annoyed teenager you know like come on i need food um we don't actually ever see what they eat so there you go uh so anyway the they go back out to a boat or there's another shot on a boat again there's another shot on a boat do they They... go fishing again or is this just the wrap-up i think this is just the wrap-up yeah, we get, you know, Rob Webb talking to us about how this is just the life of the fisherman, the man, and the sea, or something. And then that's it. And There's a great Rob Webb line, which we missed out. The Andaman Sea, Andaman Sea. Oh, yes. Googly, boogly, the Andaman Sea. John, on Where- the commentary, talks about how he just likes getting Rob Webb to say weird things. Yeah, and then produces a bunch of lines that he had Rob Webb read apparently that we never actually got to hear, which is funny. Yeah. I don't remember them now, but it's funny to hear people say weird things. Um, yeah. yeah. And then the end is this beautiful scene. They're on a boat. The sun is going down. Uh, John is driving and Dennis is on the front of the boat, just relaxing and, and they off into the sea. They go. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I'm so In glad. Reality. That- the boat didn't john was lost and he just put out down yeah. the anchor and they had to know how to he door. didn't know how to get back yeah and he was terrified dennis hopper was going to kill him on the boat basically but still. there's a whole conversation at some point earlier on where uh, when they're talking about the god save the king mm. where um <clears throat> john's like i should have had you come and scare them into stopping like i was hoping you would come out wake up and scare them into stop to not singing anymore and uh John in the commentary says, I don't think Dennis Hopper realizes how scary he is, how frightening he is. And uh, so that kind of theme running to the end where he's like, I'm afraid that Dennis is going to be very mad at me and kill me. I thought Dennis was Hopper in River's Edge. I don't know. I can't tell you how. Yes, many- it is. Oh, yes. That's why. That's why it's one of those parts where you're like, oh, he's still just going to kill you. OK, gotcha. All right, so um, yeah, so fishing with John, uh, certainly, certainly a different uh, experience than our last regular show. Oh yes, I agree. A very pleasant surprise. Do we have an announcement for next season? We do have an announcement for next season. I, thanks to 
being curious what Dick Van Patten did. Oh no! It is enough. Oh. He was in When Things Were Rotten. A oh yes, 1975 American sitcom created by Mel Brooks, set in 1197 as a parody of the Robin Hood legend. It aired for half a season, and it stars the guy who played Jaime the Robot on Get Smart. Uh, well, this is going to be exciting. Mostly critical exclaim. Oh, there's a lot of people I recognize. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. So. Dudley Moore? Okay. Oh, God. As a chic. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, this will be but fun. It'll be fun, and it'll be under an hour. And yes. So there. Yes. Sitcoms. We should watch. We should watch Robin Hood Men in Tights after and compare okay. them. Okay. I love Robin Hood Men in Tights. I okay. love Carrie Elways. Oh, right. he's a dream. We'll do it. Okay. Right. Well, thank you for coming along with us on our journey of watching uh, Fishing with John. I hope you all enjoyed. Andrew, I hope you enjoyed. I did. Me. It is streaming on Criterion, so you can streaming watch on all of Fishing with John for, what, $8 a month? Yeah. Cancel you can just it. watch it over and over and over and you can over watch and over. Commentary tracks. Yep. There you go. Um, next season, season eleven starts next week, presumably. Week, we'll presumably. be watching uh when things were rotten. I'm very excited. I'm looking forward to it. Andrew, I'll see you in television land. See you in television land, Emily.